BYOT. Bring your own tacos. Dick swinging. Swinging. You're listening to American Slacker Podcast. We can say fuck. We can say fuck. With Matthew Gertz and Jesse Landers. I don't care if it's spoken. This is cool. That's a decent amount of sausage. This man Show needs it. a doctor. Yeah. I just hope they're tasty. What's up with these clowns, man? Cut the lights and went through people's pockets. Don't you point that at each other. Let them smoke a little. You need to like step it up to that point. We're not gonna. We're not gonna lead with the. We're not gonna lead. Oh. Nice little Halloween episode prepared for you here. I know it's not Halloween quite yet, but we got a little treat early on for you. <laughs> and we're really excited about it. It's going to be a lot of fun, man. I'm pretty stoked, but there's something important we got to say beforehand. And that's the fact that we're working on something special for the actual release date of Halloween. Yeah, there is a little something special we're hoping to give you, but uh, we don't want to say too much on it. Could curse it. You never know. It might not come through at the end. But uh, for, yeah, for this episode, it, it is going to be more spooky and uh, pro- possibly and most probably violent stories. Yeah. So there, there's your content warning. Yeah, yeah, a little extra one. I mean, you should know walking in with us what to expect. It'll be less about uh, shit and more about uh, murder in this one. And if you're watching our live stream, our backgrounds kind of match that. We have like a Halloween theme going on. Yeah, you should definitely check out the live. It looks nice and pretty. It's a way... It's different than than just listening. I like it. I don't know. Check it out. Add a little visual element for you. Oh, yeah. But uh, let's say... Welcome to American Slacker Podcast. As always, I'm Matt. And I'm Jesse Chainsaw Massacre. Oh, just changing the name. All right. Oh, yeah. Throwing a little moniker on there. Okay. All right. I'll stay the same. I'm still Matt. <laughs> oh, you're still Matt? I'm no, still you're not going to. You'd be. Uh, I don't like change, man. <laughs> Matt Voorhees. Ah, uh, nah, not Jason. Nah. You're more, yeah. You're more of a Michael guy. I'll be like, oh yeah, I was gonna say I'd be like a Matt Myers. I could be like the little brother of my. Uh, there you Michael. go, uh-huh. Matt Myers. <laughs> um, so at the beginning of our show, we always like to give a little shout out to the people who retweet our episode on Twitter. And uh, this time around, we got a decent amount of retweets. But I ain't, I ain't even gonna tell you how many because Matt made a rule last time for the month of October. I did. I cheated. I just I was lazy. How do you like that? Include a holiday. I wouldn't call it. It's themed. (laughs) (laughs) Eh, Kind of. And his uh, his pick was thirty one because, of course, October Halloween Mm -hmm. falls on the thirty first. So this time around, we got a. I think this is a new addition to the pod shout out. It is at non mom happy hour, and it's a non mom happy hour podcast with hosts Debbie, Joe, and Kelly. Oh, okay, awesome. And they're a podcast celebrating real-ass human women, whether they've used their baby box or not. Account managed by Kelly. Uh, they're on iTunes, Stitcher, Google, uh, Podbean, and Spotify. They're out of Tennessee. And they also have a website, a anonmomhappyhour.com. Awesome. Awesome. Definitely check them out. Yeah, it sounds funny. And follow them on Twitter at nonmomhappyhour. So congrats on that. And if you want to win yourself a little shout-out on our show, Make sure to go follow us at A-M-E-R-S-L-K-R Podcast on Twitter and just retweet our pin tweet. It's the easiest way to get that shout out. Hell yeah. You could win. So Matt, what do we got coming up in today's uh, Halloween themed episode? Ooh. That was my, my ghostly 
it, yeah, it worked. It worked. You're scared. All right, so we're starting out with the bizarre news, as always. And uh, it's only fitting that we have this story. A chainsaw versus a lawnmower mayhem. All right? I, I, uh, it's, it's perfect. It's perfect. Then Take we're going to move in to a new segment we've uh, kind of concocted out of slacker history and we've made spooky slacker stories which are true accounts of history that are just murderous events on Halloween night and then keep you up at night oh yeah and then to finish it off we've got a Halloween edition of Wheel of Weird so uh, stick around it's gonna be a lot of fun and we'll be a little spooky and you know we can't forget that with our weird news we always like to start out with a little bit of weed news And uh, before we get into all the spookiness, we got something to celebrate. Canada, as everyone may know, has made uh, cannabis legal throughout throughout the entire nation. Very smart move. And I believe I believe they're only the second uh, country to do so. Yeah, that's crazy. What was the first? Norway? Like I don't even remember. Uh, I want to say Portugal because they they made everything legal. I want to say. For some reason, I thought it was European. Okay. I could be wrong on that. Um, but that's not what we're talking about, because everyone knows from all the reporting that's been happening that Canada has legalized, and that's like the big thing. But what people don't know is that it differs from area to area and within Canada, how you can uh, procure your marijuana. If you're a, tour- a weed tourist, maybe you've you know headed out to Colorado before to pick up and enjoy because you live in a state where it's not legal yet a lot of people are probably thinking the same for canada yeah hell yeah man we tourism is like a a million dollar business approximately 82.4 million people visited colorado in 2016 alone that's insane that's insane and you said about 15 percent of that part of 15 percent of that eight 82.4 82.4 million people participated in marijuana-related activities. Hell yeah, man. It's like the, the Amsterdam within the, the fucking country. It's, it's awesome. Right. Yeah. So in, you'd expect the same sort of thing for Canada. They're, you know, expected to be worth at least $5 billion in sales um, in 2018, and it should reach $28 billion by 2024. Man. With all the, you know, domestic sales and then people coming in for tourism and stuff like that. Yeah. So it's gonna yeah. be it's gonna be a lot of money. Hell yeah, dude. That's it's a smart move. I bet you there's gonna be a lot of positive from this. Yeah, Just definitely. like we've seen with all the small states that but, do it. But as the consumer, you gotta educate yourself. Mm-hmm. Because in certain parts, um, you're actually they're not actually gonna have dispensaries like brick and mortar stores. They're going to only have delivery, like in Montreal. Uh-huh. Um, so you'll, you'll have to, you know, have it actually delivered using, like, looking on weed maps or doing, like, some sort of uh, cannabis delivery service. That's sick. That's it, man. There's a lot of options. That's what's up. Yeah, and, and I mean, just keep that in mind, though, when you're planning a trip. If you're like, mm. oh, I want to go to Canada and, you know, go into a store and get what I want. Um, or like go and get oil or edibles. It's only flowers. That's another thing. Yeah. <laughs> only you, flowers. You can't, you can't get uh, oil. In That's the crazy because right it's still concentrated like substance. Is that why? I'm not exactly sure why. It's oh. just like all they've approved is is the sale of flowers. So straight bud. That's all you so can get. So it's gonna be very different than say like Colorado or California. 
Yeah, where you can just go get a fucking oil pen of oil pen or just raw grams of like different types of oil or shatter or whatever. Yeah, and that's like something that like maybe they'll amend in the future. I hope they would because market research shows that 95% of sales five years ago uh, were flowers, but now it's just 50% of sales in the cannabis mm. industry. That makes sense. So a lot of people don't want to smoke and they use edibles, you know, and yeah. then you, of course you want to have the concentrate as well. Because you're, you're sectioning off a whole, like, whole portion of the market of people who don't smoke and just yeah. use, you know, like, tinctures or whatever. Mm. So yeah. read up on where you're going. If you're planning on smoking in uh, Canada, we'll be posting this marketwatch.com uh, article up on our Facebook page so mm. you can read a little bit more if you're interested. Yep, check it out. Well, our next story, we're staying in Canada, and we're going to Ripley's Aquarium. And uh, we got a, a Is this like of, Ripley's movie or not? I think it's the same same thing, right? Ripley has, they, like, they have a bunch of shit. I'm pretty sure. Unless there's some other Ripley. We're going to say it is. Correct us yeah. if we're wrong. So we got a, a gentleman at Ripley's Aquarium of Canada. And uh, he must have been hot, man, because he decided he needed to take a swim. The only problem with it is he jumped into a tank full of sharks. Butt-ass naked. Oh, damn. Butt-ass naked. Yeah, there's videos from multiple people standing around, and this guy just, like, doing a couple laps in a tank full of fucking sharks. Oh, I'd whip out my... Dick dangling. He's chumming the water with his, with his, with his stuff, all right? Chumming it with the chode? That's terrifying. Yeah. Was he, was he, like, on something? Well, we don't know. The police are still looking for this man, and this is not the only issue that they have with this guy. He's apparently assaulted somebody at medieval times as well um, earlier in the day before he took his lap. So, like, oh, wow. they find Punch they ID'd the guy. Him? Yeah, yeah. So they ID'd the guy at um, the aquarium, and then they realized he had been wanted from an earlier actual situation where he fucking broke two windows, like two glass doors rather, and oh, just walked in and assaulted a dude who was just sitting there smoking a cigarette. Basically, oh. fucking gave him a whole like black like eye inside of his face and busted one of his teeth, dude. Like straight up, wow. Gave him a beating, and the guy, they don't That's even know each other. Yeah, Wait, was he? Na- he wasn't naked at that point, right? No, no, no. He had, he was clothed. So, yeah, I should definitely specify that he had clothing on. He wasn't just you know walking in there trying to prove a point in multiple ways. Okay, that's a hell oh, of a statement. I, you I walk in balls naked is, as fuck. This is a Ripley's, believe it or not, aquarium. Okay, it is. Okay, yeah, I figured. I mean, who I, else I is going to be a dick and name something Ripley's? I mean, eh. like, we'll get so much runoff from those believe it or not fuckers. Yeah, <laughs> believe it. <laughs> Ripley's believe it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I mean, so, the guy, we don't know if he's on drugs, that, if he's on, if he's just mentally ill, like what? But obviously, he's off the hinges. Taking a bath at the aquarium? Yeah, now, man. I, I, I'd imagine, like, most aquariums I've been to, they aren't, like, like just open top, like, to the shark pit. You gotta, like, work your way behind the scenes to, like, well, get this, into the tank. This one has, like, like, a railing around, like, a huge, like, pit. So he just jumped a security barrier and, like, yoked his clothes off, jumped in. His girlfriend was there, too, which is weird. So, like, his girlfriend watched him do this, and he just got out, fucking put his clothes back on, and walked out. Yeah. There's no, like, normally when we get these kinds of stories, we find some way to rationalize, like, how the, why the people may have done it. But I'm stumped. I'm stumped on this. If you can 
put this together. I mean, a random assault in in destruction Maybe of property at, at fucking medieval times, and then he goes to the aquarium. He's just trying to ruin people's fun. It, this story had everything. It had costume, <laughs> uh, medieval people, uh, naked guy, sharks. I laughed. Uh, I cried. <laughs> yeah, seriously. It took me out. Of, it's a roller coaster of emotions. Man. Yeah. Still though, dick swinging in a fucking aquarium with sharks, dude. This guy has literal balls of steel. I mean, there's no. What the fuck, dude? That'd be bad for the shark's teeth. And I'm talking <laughs> swimming. <laughs> I'm talking swimming fucking face down, too. Not like he was doing backstrokes so they come up and bite your butt cheek. Nah, they come up, they're biting it right off. Oh, my God. Yeah, uh-huh. that's insane. I, no, I've never put my nuts in that kind of compromise. Ken doll. <laughs> yeah, seriously. If you survive that shit. Yeah, I, mean, yeah, I guess aquarium sharks are pretty well fed. <laughs> Let's take a little nibble. <laughs> yeah. You know, you don't have to, like, worry about them as yeah. much. Um, if you turn up missing... Uh, in like a shark tank, though, your your family would end up, you know, having to bury you, like mm. like the man in our next story. But there was a twist. <sighs> there was a twist, Matt. There was a this, twist. What happened? He wasn't dead. He came home months Zombie. later. Zombie. I knew it. <laughs> Not if you're having a shark attack. There's no shark attack in this uh, in this story. But uh, a man from Toronto, who's a musician, had wandered downtown by himself and gone missing for a couple months and Hmm. his family you know was like okay our 80 year old uh grandfather relative whatever isn't coming back i guess and they got reports uh from authorities saying that they found an elderly man in the hospital who had suffered from injuries from a fall okay and they're like oh shit that must be him so they go and they reportedly identify the body and say that, yep, that's him. And they even had a funeral and buried him. Wow, he was just so, so messed up, apparently, that they couldn't tell. Was, I, got, what? I, I guess, like, how else would you, like... Landed like, head yep. first. Or maybe maybe they just can't tell the difference between old people. They're, like, uh, they're, they're ageist. They're like, yeah. hey, every old fuck looks, like, the same to me, so... Yeah, that's an old fuck. Yep, that's him. Yep, he's old. That must be him. So, uh... They identified him, they buried him, and then a few days after that, he walked right back in the door. Should have never <laughs> buried him at Pet Cemetery. Yep, that'll do it. <laughs> it's the uh, Stephen King Memorial Cemetery, even though Stephen King's still alive. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's one of those odd things, and then they're like, wait, then who did we bury? Oh, God. <laughs> Man. Well, the fucked up thing I was thinking is like burials cost a lot. Like, and you just did that for like no reason. They're gonna exhume <laughs> the body, yes. but that's like out of pocket, man. Like, you guys gonna refund us? Like, this is like, uh, should have done DNA. I'm happy you came home, but that costs. Like, would you mind just climbing in? We already paid for it. Like, <laughs> we're, we're just we're we're just trying right. to like save. Bucks They're gonna in. dig him up. The, the tombstone's already written. It has your name, everything. We're right? just going to change the date. Prep. We're going to dig him up. We're going to pull him out real quick. You're just going to jump in. We're going to close it, put it back down all in one swoop so we don't have to pay just, him to bury him and come back. the dirt off to the side. <laughs> leave it open. We'll be back in a few weeks. Oh, no, no, no. Just have him there waiting for the excavation and just, you know, throw him in there immediately. That way you don't have to have the, build, the uh, construction guys come back. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you're, you're talking about live burials? Yeah, just put him in there. Yeah. I was thinking we leave we leave the top open, convertible style. Oh man, 
<laughs> like just in the hole, non buried, and you're just chilling there waiting to die, or that like way if just... he decides to like you know walk back in the door another couple months <laughs> later, it's like all right, at least we don't have to like unbury shit again. <laughs> Can't Go get rid of this fuck. Yep, no, that was him. <laughs> it was him this time. Oh man, that's horrible. That's horrible. I wonder if they were like shit. I was glad you were dead. <laughs> or like that'd be like seeing a ghost straight mm-hmm. up. That'd be like seeing like a ghost. You like. They'd knock on the door, and then they'd be like, "Wait, I live here." And then they'd walk in, <laughs> and you'd be like, "What the fuck?" Imagine, oh my god, yeah, you think they're dead and they just walk in? Yeah, it's like, is this real life? Yeah, dude. Yeah, that would be real trippy. I could not even imagine. Man, well. Oh, uh, li- little side note before we move on from that. Never mentioned where what happened to him during the months that he was gone not brought up in the article whatsoever i know a lot of people are probably wondering that listening to this what happened where was he then it's like i have no idea uh, true yeah i didn't even i was left I was out in... i feel like it's an important point yeah that's crazy man he went on a journey went on a walkabout i don't want to talk about it <laughs> oh my god he's seen some things right man well the gentleman in our next story really was close to disappearing and never coming back we got a 62-year-old man who, uh, man, in Arizona, he lives on a property that has a gold mine. And the problem with this is it's an old, sketchy gold mine with random areas that the fucking have holes and you could fall into shafts. Okay. Like, like shafts that they would, like, lower supplies down with or something? Yeah, yeah. There's all kinds of, en- like, entrances to it. And, yeah, service holes like that where they would lower supplies, like, deeper into the cavern without having to build, like, an actual, like, ladder system or, like, anything else. And, uh, yeah. So this guy was, you know, walking around his property, just checking up on things. Probably owns a couple of acres, wanted to, you know, check up around. Fucking somehow fell in, man, to a hundred foot deep shaft. Holy Dude, shit. He fucking broke both of his legs. 62-year-old guy, right? You would, you would think he's pretty fucked, right? Like, he's just yeah. like... Dude, he... Like, he oh, he stayed down for there. help at that point. He stayed down there for 48 hours on his own. That's wow. not all. Sitting there with broken-ass legs in fucking terrible pain. He had to fight off a trio of rattlesnakes. Oh, my God. Yeah, apparently they started slithering all over him, and he fucking killed them one by one. Well, he did land in their living room. Yeah, yeah, true, right? Oh my god. It's just so crazy to think about, like, falling down a fucking shaft 100 feet, which is 10 stories, people. Right? Fucking breaking your shit. And then rattlesnakes, man. They're fucking fat snakes. They're not like a little fucking garter snake. That is a fat ass, like, four to, very, like, seven and feet. they're very territorial. So, like, if yeah. you're just sitting there, you're like, dude, my legs are broken. I can't get away from you. I'm sorry. Yeah. And he's just like, <sighs> Edging closer. I told you, back up, back up. <laughs> I can't back up anymore. What did he? So he's just like bitch slapping him. Dude, I, it doesn't. No article says how he killed them, but I'm imagining he grabbed him by the tail and gave him a good old rodeo swing. Just a whip against the wall, dude. Right? How else will you dispatch a fucking sneak like that? You got to keep him. You do the windmill alive and latch them together. Make a rope yeah. of snakes that you then throw Ooh. up the hundred foot shaft <laughs> while leg bro- with your legs broken on the ground. You leave one alive and have it carry him up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You, you gotta like, like get in. more of them and then leave one alive to carry the ninety nine other carcasses up as a rope of. 
There you go. It'd take a while to collect that many rattlesnakes. So he, he survived. So, yeah, he had no cell service down in the bottom of this hole. He was fucked, man. Somehow, luckily, luckily, his neighbor next door must be his old chap. You know, they talk from time to time. He was like, you know what? I haven't heard from him in a while. And he decided to go over to his house. He wasn't there. He started to drive around the property, and he started hearing him. Hey, hey, help me. You know, like, and he heard him faintly, and he's like, oh, shit. And he figured out where he was down one of these shafts. Wow. Yeah, and he, he he walked around to get signal, called the authorities, and it took him six hours to get this guy out. Damn, six hours. Did he man. Toss, I'm imagining he like threw a water bottle down to him. Oh my god, can you <laughs> imagine? Like that, imagine that, like fuck, 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 fuck. They would just like smack open anyway. Right, try and catch it. Unless it was like a metal one, and then you're just gonna kill him. No, no. Do not, yeah. It's got to be a plat, like one of those small plastic ones. That's the only yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. Lower it down on on some fishing string, <laughs> like a fishing oh, yeah. pole. Lowering it would probably be Lower smarter. Waiting. You don't want me on a rescue team. No, nah, like, dude. <laughs> Here, dude, you just fucking kill me. <laughs> Need a flashlight? <laughs> <laughs> fucking maglite is the cause push. of death. <laughs> like, oh, I don't. No, I wasn't here. I wasn't throwing shit down there, I swear. Well, you know, it took him six hours to pull him out. Luckily, he was just severely dehydrated and broken legs, but non-life-threatening injuries. So the guy's going to be fine, but he's going to have a hell of a fucking story. Yeah, a hell of a belt if he kept Dude. those three snakes. I hope he did. I hope he kept them and made something. Like, you know, maybe he could put, like, a... Cu- he, put, he can't make full set of boots, but maybe he can make, like, a strip down some leather boots of rattlesnake. <laughs> Like, you know how I got these snake boots? And we talking to the young guys at the bar. You know how I got right. these snake boots? I got to jump down a hundred foot shaft. <laughs> did, so did they just like uh, lower like firemen down or something? Yeah, a huge team of firemen had to sit there and figure out exactly the right approach because he's his legs are broken they can't just like pick him up and like dangle him up they had to put a fucking like stretcher down there and pull it up yeah. securely so they had to basically build like a temporary like pulley system to pull this guy up out of there and wow. be sure that they're not gonna fucking drop him or tip him and uh yeah it was yeah. that's why it took six hours you know you gotta be careful with this kind of rescue you don't want to injure four you know more people have fucking three firemen go flying down on top of them and just everybody's fucked so there's a lot to be considered you know evaluation of like the structure there's all kinds of shit to consider that's intense yeah it's like 127 hours but with snakes dude it's just such a badass story about an old man like this dude's like Clint Eastwood I'm imagining like fucking snakes (laughs) just (laughs) fucking fending off snakes with his bare hands yeah dude Uh, so we we have uh, another attack uh, in our next story but this is a father attacking a son with a chainsaw. Oh my god. This Jesus. happened in, in Tennessee. Now, uh, father Oh I'm sorry. I was gonna say this is the story I'm looking I'm looking forward to hearing about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the uh, the father who's seventy-six, um, he attacked his son uh, over an ongoing dispute um, by running out of their house by running out of their house with a chainsaw. While the son was riding a, uh, like, zero-turn lawnmower. Like, one of those ones that just, like, whip right around. Yeah. Um, so the son didn't realize that he was, like, coming at him at first. And he turned right to go, like, around him. But then the father stepped in front of the mower 
and ended up getting run over by it. Um, While the blades were on? The, yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> and uh, fucking, it went right over his leg and oh drops God. the chainsaw. The police end up showing up. He goes to, is booked into the hospital where his leg has to be amputated. Oh and, my God. And then he was, oh. after that, uh, received $25,000 bond on attempted murder charge and is in jail without bond on additional violations of permission. So madman mowers loose on, out there, mowing, mowing no, no, people no. down? He's, he's still in jail uh, with bond on additional oh. violations of permission. Oh, wait, so is the dad, the dad's free? Uh, no, the dad is has a leg amputated and is in jail. Oh, okay, okay, I was confused. Okay, I was like, the wait son, a minute. The son didn't do the, anything except try and mow the lawn. But he, he, <laughs> he's paying the price for it still. <laughs> the, uh, well, the dad is. He's the, he tried to attack him with the chainsaw, ended up getting his leg amputated at the end of it all. Yeah, but you said the son is in jail too, right? Nope. Oh, that's the, what uh, I was asking you three questions ago, man. <laughs> well, no, you said he's in jail. I said uh, the father is in jail. He had his leg amputated. All this, that's why I said nothing happened yeah. to the son. Oh, my the bad. Just mowing the oh, lawn. Oh, man. Uh, the, the one who ended up uh, in the bad situation. I was going to say. The one who deserved it. The one I was going to say. The have a house with a chainsaw. Okay, okay. Just this hopefully... was some very quick justice served. Oh, man. Well, you never go at somebody with a chainsaw. That's the most terrifying thing you can do to a person. I know you're not supposed to run with scissors, but scale that up, and it still applies. Like, don't run with a chainsaw, and don't don't attack someone on a lawnmower. I guess too. Oh, yeah, time. yeah. You should have waited for him to get off, man. Attack him when he's weak. <laughs> Be like, sneak up. That's the thing. You can't sneak up on people with a running chainsaw. Oh man. Well, our next story is a little break. It's kind of cute, I guess you could say. Some people think this is cute. I kind of think it's weird. We're talking about this lady. We'll just call her Stephanie. She has a bunch of chickens. She raises chickens. She's got a little chicken farm, right? Well, every Halloween, she likes to dress her chickens up in costumes. I don't think it's cute. What kind of costumes? All kinds of costumes. costumes Little Halloween-themed sweaters, mainly. You, know, you, like you can't nugget. really keep There's anything on their head. Eh, just like Christmas sweaters or Christmas Halloween sweaters mainly. You know, like ugly Halloween sweaters. That's what it seems like they, to me. And they have little little like wing holes. Yeah, yeah, their, dude. Their yeah, because they're out there in their bare skin. She says they get cold, and she they're likes to cuddle her chickens as well. This is the other thing that I thought was like, eh, it kind of turned me off the whole scenario. It's like, man, chickens are not a cuddly animal. Uh, what is your opinion? I mean, they're soft, I guess, but they're what? dirty. Like, yeah, they're like, like the, the fucking chicken shit. Like, it just like uh, nothing know, about a chicken. It, it doesn't bring to mind good things. Like, chickens are a utility. Like, they're for food and like laying eggs and shit. That's what I was gonna say. I was always taught never to play with my food. So this is kind of weird. Yeah. <laughs> Man, and, well, you know that's a that's a big thing in like the urban farming community now mm. too. Though, is to, like have a chicken that you kind of treat as a pet. I guess. It all ends the same way. One day he's going to the house where he gets his uh, shit cut. How you get chicken pox? Yeah, that's how. Oh, I thought you were gonna say that's how you get chicken nuggets because that's definitely (laughs) how you get chicken nuggets. Oh yeah, true. If if a chicken's in my house, it's becoming chicken nuggets real quick. And I've got to say, I'm not alone with my view because the Center for Disease Control and Prevention is also putting out a little PSA saying, "Hey, 
don't cuddle your chickens because you're liable to get salmonella. Ooh, yeah, yeah. that's not good. It's a yeah. wild animal at heart, you know? Yeah, yeah. And meanwhile, the CDC has reported an outbreak of salmonella like happened in 29 states this year, affecting 92 people. So it's, it's not a crazy wow. amount, but still, it could fucking kill you. And it's just disgusting. So no Especially kids if you have a weakened immune system or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so no smooching up on your little chickens, man. Don't do it. Don't do it. I don't care how cute you think they are, even if you put little sweaters on them. You know, even well, if you I dress one up as Godzilla, the, that would be the, the same cool shit costume. No, oh, actually, that'd be cool. And then put them in a little city. <laughs> I would have like a hundred little chicken Godzillas and be like, "Oh no, it's Godzilla!" Just run away, <laughs> like stomping through a Lego town. <laughs> like it, uh, they say the same thing about cats, though. You know, there's um, the toxoplasmosis, which makes you more risk prone uh it puts like there's all kinds of shit that goes oh, to your brain with like, yeah shit. yeah like, yeah calling your cat, same kind of thing it's that's how di- diseases spread man yeah like, dude costumes on chickens it's just it starts. it's dirty man it's just dirty <laughs> yes it is don't cuddle your chickens uh, and if you dress them up in a costume it better be better than godzilla <laughs> yeah right <laughs> Another thing I would say that is pretty unhygienic is eating around dead bodies. Yes. Disgusting. Could could I serve you a nice, uh, like, uh, rigatoni parmesan? uh, Dude. With next to a a rotting corpse in the hot sun. Oh, man. I just couldn't imagine. I mean, obviously people get adjusted, you know, people that work in the industries where they have to deal with dead bodies, you know, if you're a coroner or whatever. Like, just, I couldn't imagine, like, ever eating. Like, it would take me hours after seeing a dead body to want to eat. Right? Like, oh. Well, in, uh, in Acapulco, in Mexico, there's uh, some some pretty horrific violence going on these days. And it's uh, it's a, a big uh, tourist area. You know, there's a lot of resorts mm-hmm. and stuff. And there's actually footage of, a, uh, of two bodies just kind of chilling there while a whole background of tourists are eating at one of these resorts. And it's a weird juxtaposition uh, between, you know, death and people on vacation kind of not giving a shit. Ah, uh, man. <laughs> I, like, I would not be able to be like, oh, let me go get seconds from the buffet. Like, while this dude's head's just, like, exploded on the fucking pavement. Like, Dude, yeah. That's just crazy. It's just in, such a in difference. In this case... The, it was uh, two people who had been like assassinated, and they had re- run into the uh, resort with like a bunch of crowded uh, crowds of people, and they were—I think they were the only two that ended up dying or being injured. But um, like a few hours later, you know, everything was back to normal, besides the fact that was, there was a crime scene right there. You know, people are swimming, people getting served drinks. It's and there's it just a bizarre fucking scene. dead bodies it's like the there. Or something. It's just so weird, dude. It's just so weird. Like, I feel like the perimeter of shutting that place down should be a lot bigger. Like, shut that shit down. Yeah, at least close down that restaurant for a little bit. But then, like, the thing is, uh, tourism is, like, one of the main, like, uh, money flows for, like, that kind of area. So Mm. if they let it affect it and they start shutting shit down, they get bad reviews and people don't come and then there's no jobs and it just gets worse. So... It's it's weird. They, uh, I mean, it's a lot of violence. There's, a, I'm not exactly sure politically what's going on down in uh, Acapulco and Cancun and all that kind of stuff. Mm. But they're having a record tourist season. In uh, 2017 alone, they had 1.3 million visitors. 
Oh wow, that's and, a decent amount. And they welcomed. Uh, oh well, this I'm sorry. The state had 1.3 million visitors, and Acapulco had almost 700,000 tourists, which was a okay. seven increase compared to the year before. Okay, damn. So the majority of, of tourism is there. Yeah, and uh, uh, Mexico is actually ranked uh, sixth most visited nation on the planet in 2017. Well, that makes sense. Yeah, they got a lot of good coastal spots and shit. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And it's it's a big, like, you know, money maker for them. It keeps a lot of the communities going. Even when I went to Puerto Vallarta, it was beautiful down there. It was, it was a great city. Mm. Nothing like the violence that seems to be going on on the other side. Yeah. But uh, you could tell that tourism was was a big uh, driver of their economy. So yeah. It's, I'm wondering what they're going to end up doing. They can't just really let violence like that go on forever and uh, let people, you know, dine next to corpses. There's also some washing up on beaches, people taking selfies with them and shit like that. Creepy fucking shit. Ah, uh, man. That is definitely fucking creepy. That's too much for me. Too much. Right. I'd be like, Oof. I'm out of here, man. Fuck this. Let's stay in the room and get room service. Oh, God. People, man. People are weird. They get their, uh, they get their own perspective. You know, I mean, it's just a difference in culture too. I feel like you know you accept things because it's not like, I don't know. A lot of the people probably aren't American too. You know, I don't know, man. I would, I would say that no culture should accept. I, hey, I'm just chilling next to where they're eating. I don't know. I'm trying to understand the perspective of it, man. To me, it's just so unreal. To me, it's just like shut the fucking hole. It's a murder. <laughs> Alright, moving along, man, to people losing people. Alright, this is one of the weirdest business ideas I've ever seen. Now, okay. this isn't the first time we've heard of sex doll rentals. That's a thing that we've heard of before. We've talked about it. Now, we're moving this a step forward. You rent them, we wash them. Oh, I'm going to get into that. I'm going to get into that. Um, oh, I hope they do. I hope they do. This is why you don't do it. Anyway, this is a more niche uh, sex doll rental, I should say, because what they do is they match up a photo of a deceased loved one, say your your partner that oh, you uh, you miss, and they try to match up your your partner with one of the sex dolls they have in their inventory, and then the, they book you. Yeah, that looks like a Veronica. It's like. close enough. Close enough. Now they're saying Pop it's the more. Eyes out. We'll put other ones in. <laughs> dead on. Yeah, they're saying it's not just for like a sort of reason. It's it's more you know about giving people the comfort of the lost one being back and all I that. I think all you'll do is cry next to that thing in your bed, dude. Speaking of corpses, a couple minutes ago, Jesus, I feel like it's just like having their corpse there, and it's like cold and gross. Like it's just like rubber. Ah, man. And who knows how many people have touched this damn thing. Uh, oh wait, is this one of the old rentals? This is how they're getting rid of them, dude. These are all rentals. They're you rent them. You don't keep them. You don't buy them to keep. Oh. It's because like you know the sex dolls are they're realistic quotation, fucking. Wow. So they're really expensive. You I know they this could be, be more of like uh, like oh you keep it kind of thing. No, like. no, 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 no. You bring you bring old Sally back, and then they just pop out her vagina and put a new Do one in. Do you have to lose them a second time? And yeah, then dude. they're gonna like imagine you form a bond with it and you're no, trying to no, rent it every week. I'll never like, let go. And then you gotta think about all the other guys <laughs> who've like cry, like been next to crying. That was my skull dropping. <laughs> nope. Man. 
yeah, I just couldn't imagine. You gotta, you gotta watch the postman take away your loved one. <laughs> it's like I hate these things; they're huge. This is gross. What do you do? Yeah. Cram them back into a box? No, apparently it's they like use Netflix, a special giant envelope. <laughs> they do come like in a big ass in. box. Yeah, they do come <laughs> in a big ass box. But apparently it's a special a white glove two man courier service that they deal with that uh, brings oh, it right really? to your door. So it's not really like UPS or anything like that. It's Imagine fucking... one of those trucks spilled on the highway. It's just fucking. <laughs> Tits everywhere. Rubber tits everywhere. We're here on the scene on Highway 5 where there's bodies everywhere, but no injuries. It's like, how the fuck? (laughs) This is a very confusing news story. Man. Well, you know, this is just, realistically, this is an idea from a woman who's a businesswoman. She has a chain of tanning salons that are very successful. She got hooked on this idea after reading about the industry in a newspaper article a year and a half ago. And now it's booming for her. Her dolls are actually booked out weeks in advance, man. So it's like... It's a long time to cry. She found a market that was kind of untapped, I guess. It's just... Yeah, I don't... uh, These dolls come back covered in all kinds of tears and substances I don't want to discuss. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man. Just anything like... Yeah, anything like that, you don't want to rent. No. Buy to own. You're going to go... Own it. Rent, rent to own, rather, from new, like, God. <laughs> rent to own. <laughs> yeah, that's probably the better way to they go. They gotta have a, like, a, a missing loved one replacement plan, pay to go type yeah, deal, like, you know what I mean? Some sort of, um, some sort of, like, credit card company deal, like, sponsored mm. by Amex. Yeah, it's not, you're not gonna, like, they, they roll in and you're like, okay, it's gonna be 10 grand to have the woman that looks like you, your wife. You're not gonna the tell them, like, oh, you don't have the money, fuck yourself. You know, all right, put two grand down and then we'll work from there. Yeah, right? Give we'll, a chance. We'll get you on the application for the uh, dead loved one platinum card with the 24 so uh, hopefully you're not spending your money on that. There are cooler things to buy than a replica of your dead loved ones. Hell yeah, man. You could buy all kinds uh, of crazy shit these days. Just offhand, uh, uh, gold-plated hippopotamus. I don't know, Matt, yeah. what, what kind of things could you buy? Hmm. I don't know, maybe a drone? Ooh, let's, uh, let's even pump that up and let's say drone with fireworks attached. Oh, now you're thinking. Now you're I goddamn think, thinking. I think we're thinking of the same thing, which is our funny clip of the week. This is a funny clip that we found on Reddit. Uh, it's called, it's labeled War 2.0, but I like to call it War. War never changes. Uh, you're a fan of Fallout. Fallout 76 is on your brain like it is mine. This is a, this is a funny clip where they mounted, I'm guessing it's like an iPhone to a drone. And then uh, roaming it's, candles. It's a decent video for sure. So it's definitely good quality. And oh my god, did they pull it off just right? And it's edited well because they have like uh, so it's the drones view. And mm-hmm. then if you're watching our live stream, you'll be able to see what we're talking about here. If not, we'll post it up um, on our Facebook page for you. But they cut together the head cams of the people being shot at by this drone with fireworks coming out of it, and the uh, footage from the drone itself. Oh, it's man. Mac <laughs> It's literally what it looks like. Oh my god! It's, just, it's like just f- hellfire raining from the Dude, sky. The end of the world. It looks like from the fucking the ground cams. It's so fucking this awesome. Is the, this is the future of warfare, if you think about it. There's gonna Dude. be 
There's gonna be just like rocket mounted drones fucking like lobbing shit. Dude. That's like Black Mirror shit right there. Hell yeah, man. It's fucking crazy. And I think I think we did see a cop car rolling up at the end of the video. Yeah, I do believe that was uh, a, the popo coming to say no no. Yeah, you can't have those uh, fireworks firing off the middle of this field. This looks like England or something or like Dude, Russia. Maybe. I just imagine that poor cop's like the aliens are here. The aliens yeah. like, just imagine seeing a drone shooting the missiles. The machines have finally risen. <laughs> He's like, I've never seen a drone that could shoot missiles. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll be posting that funny clip up on our Facebook page so that you can uh, have a little little laugh during your week. Oh, yeah. Speaking of things that will make you laugh, we got a little promo from a friend at uh, the SNIM podcast. And then we got Spooker Slacker Stories. So we'll be right back. Do you like celebrities, comedy, and pop culture? Well, then I have the podcast for you. I'm Aaron Max, host of the Yes and I Am podcast, the podcast where we learn about people. Each week, we take comedians and improvisers and give them a celebrity to play, and I interview them. And guess what? Sometimes the comedians don't know who this celebrity is. And that's when the real fun comes in, and we learn a little something we didn't already know about these people. So go and check us out. We're on iTunes and all other podcast stores. We are Yes and I Am, and we will see you guys next time. back with some spooky slacker stories this is a uh, i guess a variant a halloween variation yeah, if you will of our that. of our uh, sl- slacker history that we like to do where we you know we kind of dive in and find mm. something some real life non-fiction story to talk about that's that's interesting yeah a little bit too real almost you could say and I'm going to start it off with something that's just, uh, it involves kids, which always creeps me out, man. I just, I don't like things happening to kids. They're just, they're a little innocent. They haven't even lived. Right. It's crazy, man. We're going to 1974 and we're talking about the O'Brien family of Pasadena, Texas. And we got Ronald, who's the father of two children, Timothy and Elizabeth, an eight and five year old. And uh, it's occurring Halloween night. You know, the, the family has dinner as normal. And then they uh, meet up with the uh, neighbors, the Bates family. And they go trick-or-treating like normal. You know, like okay. a normal family thing. Nothing out of ordinary. The uh, the kids go around the neighborhood. They have a, a fun time. And, you know, one of the treats that the kids had, had gotten through the whole trick-or-treating turned out to be giant pixie sticks. 
Oh, okay. Like, I yeah. remember those from you remember being a those, kid. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah they're they, like the big plastic uh, straw-looking Yeah, things. huge straw just filled with sugar. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, the kids uh, the kids get home with the dad. And, you know, the dad's kind of weird. He says, you know, you guys should have some candy before you go to bed. So that's that is yeah, odd. You don't, weird, normally right? don't want them hopped up on sugar. Yeah, yeah. So he, you know, he, he gives the kid the the pixie stick. He's like, here, have this. You know, Timothy had eaten one, and uh, you know, soon after, all of a sudden, became vomiting, uncontrollable, like vomiting, Oof. like puking, really bad, more than just the normal sickness, and then went into convulsions and ended up actually dying later at the hospital. Holy shit! This kid was five. Yeah, this kid was five years old, man. Now, the the hospital had done toxicology reports, and it turned out that he had cyanide in his system. So, so that's obviously not like a common thing for a kid poison. to get into. Yeah, yeah. A little odd. You know, luckily, none of the other children had eaten their pixie sticks. So, you know, he was the only one that actually ended up, he died. But, you know, any, nobody else was injured, which this shit could really fuck you up. And, you know, the one fucked up thing was through investigation, the police realized that a, uh, a f- later, like a few days like earlier, that the father had turned out an insurance claim on the kids' lives. He had upped it to get oh, a better wow. payout. So, sure enough. What a monster, man. Yeah, that leads it right to right to the dad. And, you know, immediately they figure out he really did. And, it, you know, he had financial difficulties, so he had increased the policies with this plan. And, you know, he, realistically, he had poisoned multiple kids in the neighborhood and his own kids, both of his own kids. And he figured he was going to, you know, a bunch of kids in the neighborhood were going to get sick or mostly die. He was going to blame it on a neighbor, man. He was going to try to, like, plant wow. shit and get this guy caught. That's fucked. This is the same neighbor that, you know, like, they, like, the family they went trick-or-treating with. Like, so, somebody you expect to be a friend, a neighbor that's a friend, trying to set you up like that. It's so Kill a bunch of kids and set someone else up for it? Yeah, that that guy's a fucking creep. Yeah, man. And, uh, you know, they searched this house and they had found a uh, pocket knife that had traces of the, the, uh, the cyanide and candy on it. And uh, it was easily traceable that Ronald had worked at Texas State Optical, where he obtained the cyanide. It was okay, all traceable, yep. so they literally figured it all out, and he was found guilty of first-degree murder and executed lethal injection. March of 1984, wow. man. Yeah, that's He was insane. called the Candyman Killer on death row. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that's an applicable name for sure. <sighs> yeah. And it's Damn. crazy, man, because you always hear these, these like stories of you know be careful with your candy you don't want your kid to get poisoned or the razor blade and it's like it, this is like the only time i've ever heard of poisoning and the only one that i saw online and it was from a family member yeah it was know? his own ki- his own like parent yeah, yeah. Uh, they always say that you know if you're gonna get murdered though it's someone you know it's rare mm. that it'd be a stranger random act of crime like, unless you're way more killer. it's way more likely that it's someone close to you yeah, uh, just like a right behind story, you, man. Matt. Like right behind you. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I have a, uh, a well. This is like a couple stories that are kind of all interconnected by a theme, and I like to call this uh, section that I'm presenting. It looks so real. Okay. Now, okay. around Halloween time, it's customary to put up decorations. You know, 
I even have, uh, you know, a decapitated head behind me. Oh, I didn't, dude, didn't even notice that. I have a skeleton uh, hanging up. You know, there's all kinds of creepy shit that, and a lot of it looks very realistic. And sometimes it it actually is real. Are you saying that that skeleton is real? Do you have a skeleton in your closet normally? What is going on? I won't. I won't tell. Oh my so, God. I'm presenting a couple of instances where uh, these decorations turned out to not be decorations at all. Um, you know, people become accustomed to over-the-top decorations and have even endured like crazy, like neighbors putting up all kinds of like very graphic scenes so people get used to it over over time and in in october of 2005 the corpse of a 42 year old woman was left suspended in public view for hours in frederica delaware because her lifeless body was assumed to be just another halloween display oh man that's crazy the woman had hung herself from a tree located okay. across from a moderately busy road uh, from some homes, and her body was about 15 feet above the ground and could easily be seen by passing vehicles. That's crazy. I was wondering if it was a suicide or murder, but like, yeah, oh man, that's crazy. Like, you just assume it's like a really lifelike decoration. Right, and that's not the only time, you know. In uh, mid-October of 2009, the decomposing body of a 75-year-old suicide victim sat undisturbed on a balcony of a Marina Del Rey, California apartment building for several days because neighbors assumed it was just part of a Halloween decoration display. Man, like, was he just, like, sitting in a chair, you think? Like, laying back and dead? We have quotes, actually, from the investigators. They said, the body was in plain view of the entire apartment complex, and they all did nothing. It's very strange. It, it did look unreal, to be honest. They thought it looked like a Halloween dummy, essentially, so... What an insult to that poor man. Be very careful when you go up onto those porches this Halloween, and you see all the decorations around, because some of it may look real, and some of it might be real. Oh, chilling words. Chilling words from right. the slackers here, man. Trying to trying to creep them out. If there's anything you should take home from this episode, it is that. And also, hey, don't trust your dad if he tries to hand you a pixie stick. I'm just saying, I don't care how cool dad is. Dad could have some tricks up his sleeve. <laughs> right? Get that candy from the, uh, the fucking CVS yourself. Oh, man. It's the only way to guarantee. Yeah, man. It's crazy. So we... We have a little bit more Halloween shenanigans planned here. We're going to be getting into the Halloween version of the Wheel of Weird. But before we do that, I would like to present to you another creepy podcast called Murderous Minors and Killer Kids. This is Murderous Minors, Killer Kids bringing you the frightening and truly insane tales of children with the thirst to kill. Kindergarten through 12th grade murderers. True stories thoroughly researched. Join us weekly for new tales of parents' worst nightmares on Murderous Minors, Killer Kids.
it's really fucking weird. And we are back, and it is time for the Wheel of Weird Halloween Edition. I want to give Matt some big, uh, a big hand, big round of applause for the awesome video intros that he's been making. Well, thank they're, you. Thank they're you blowing so me away. Thank you. And now, and now we even have an upgraded Wheel of Weird. Man, the budget has been spent. We spent all those no Patreon dollars. Wheel. We spared no expense. We had a programmer come out from Silicon Valley. He made us the ultimate wheel. It is high budget. Wait till you see this thing. It is crazy. Before we get to showing, to unveiling the brand new wheel of weird, do you want to let the people know what we got going on here? Yeah, the uh, wheel of weird. Normally we dive into the uh, wiki unusual pages and just pull out, you know, a person, place, and thing uh, that we then spin the wheel and whatever it lands on, we let you know what those are. But this time around, we have a Halloween version. So these are all like creepy sort of Halloween holiday uh, related person, place and thing. Oh, yeah. So this time around for person, we got evil clowns oh. for place. We got bubbly creek. Intriguing. And for thing, we got licorice poisoning. Okay. Okay. That's a uh, licorice poisoning like man. All right. So we got another candy incident going on. Let's Curious. see. Let's see Let's if see. what we're gonna find out about. So, are you ready, people? You ready to see this brand new wheel? Place Weird. your bets. Look at it. Ready? Oh shit! Look at that. Look at that thing, would you? Here we go. She's a spinning. Am I doing it the right way? You're Is going the opposite way. You're, you Damn just it. give up. It's just like give up. Going up. <laughs> oh, we got place. That's place. What we're sticking with. We're sticking All right. in place. So we are talking about Bubbly Creek, which is the nickname given to the South Fork of the Chicago River. It runs within the city of Chicago, and it marks the boundary between a couple of communities. And the name Bubbly Creek comes from the gases bubbling out of the riverbed from decomp decomposing blood and entrails dumped into the river in the early 20th century from the local meatpacking business around the oh. stockyards in that area. Oh, man, that's crazy. It's just yeah. a river full of corpses. It pretty much, like, pig and probably uh, cow corpses, like, just all just, like, thrown in there. buried under the bottom, and then, like, now it's just, like, bubbling up all the gases from decomposition. Oh. Yeah, and the, there's huge fish that are feeding on it, apparently. Oh. There's, like, quotes from in 1906. Actually, the if you're familiar with Upton Sinclair and the jungle, um, that time when he was going in and, you know, looking at the meat, packing plants and writing uh, stories in the papers about it, he uh, he make, commented on Bubbly Creek saying that the bubbles of carbonic gas will rise to the surface and burst and make two or th uh, rings two or three feet wide. What? And the grease and filth have caked solid, and the creek looks like a bed of lava. Chickens walk <sighs> about feeding, and many times an unweary stranger has started to stroll across and tempor vanish temporarily. Ugh. <sighs> Oh. People just sinking into this blood river in the 1900s. Oh, dude. <laughs> the present situation, I'm hoping he is a little better. It says, two heavily polluted streams that joined to create the South Fork la a River were later filled in. 
Uh, as of 2017, the Army Corps of Engineers were considering 2.65 million uh, in a feasible study to look at restoration options. And it's, uh, so it's still not in the best of conditions. It's, the, I, I'd say it's, on swimmability, it's probably way below the Hudson River. Uh, the Hudson's pretty grimy. Hudson is grimy. Yeah, but we both you know. swam in it. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> Regrettably, yes, we have swam in the Hudson, and you come out and you just reek like some kind of dirty water. Like, right? No, there's body ships, there's PCBs, there's all kinds of goodies <sighs> in that water. At least it's not uh, bubbling entrails of of cow carcasses from the you 1900s. Hey, there might be a couple in there. There's just a, not as many, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, not as many. Not Dawson enough to give it a bubble. name like Bubbly Creek. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so, man. So that's our that's our wheel of weird. We'll post up the uh, wiki unusual page for you to read on our Facebook page and make sure you go check that out. Hell yeah, check it out. And now it's about time where we wrap this sucker up. Thank you for tuning in for the Halloween special. It's been a lot of fun. Hey, stop over by the Facebook page. Keep up to date with us. We got a lot of cool shit coming out soon. And uh, you might see something fun Halloween related still out of our sleeves. Also, check out the American Slackers group. There's a bunch of other slackers just like yourself. It's a lot of fun. And the Instagram is the spot where you can get the art and promos for each and every show. American Slacker Podcast so that you find us there. And conveniently, AmericanSlackerPodcast.com is where you'll find the main hub or ASPodcast.com. You can also talk to us on Twitter and Reddit at A-M-E-R-S-L-K-R Podcast. Make sure to retweet that pin tweet to try and get that shout out. All of our content, well, some of our content is going over onto YouTube. We're kind of making some uh, executive decisions here as to what mm-hmm. we're putting out on there and what we're going to put on Patreon. And uh, we'll keep you updated as that kind of comes along. Please rate and review us on iTunes, five stars or nothing. That's what we like to say. We also like to say, tell a friend, create another slacker. Oh, yeah. And a big thank you to anyone watching the Facebook Live. And if you want to get in contact with us, send us an email, americanslackerpodcast at gmail.com. And check out the Spotify playlist where you can find artists that we featured on the show, some that have been on the show. And hey, you can check out the show there too, American Slacker Podcast. You'll find us on there. You can also visit our Patreon at patreon.com slash American Slacker Podcast. We have tons of rewards up on there, like getting your name on the little ticker that's been running below our uh, live stream here. So some slackers that we want to give a shout out to Dave Gunn, Seth Anders, Kyle Nolan Bradford from the Crime Roulette Podcast, and Aaron W. from the Yes and I Am Podcast. Thank you for your support. And also, please, if you want to check out some of our merch, hopefully we'll put more stuff up there soon. Uh, go to either our website, aspodcast.com or americanslackerpodcast.bigcartel.com. And if you want to catch us on a personal shit, you can get at me on Instagram at mwgmedia and my gamer tag on Xbox Live, Maddie G from HP. And you can find me on Instagram and Xbox at Landers the Plane. And you know what? If you're hitting us up on Xbox and we you have some like weird name and we don't like know who you are, just send us a message first and be like, yeah. "Hey, I like I added you cuz of the show cuz we've had people like sending us party messages yeah. and we're just like, "Who the fuck is this?" But they know both yeah. of us. Yeah, it's just it like seems. yeah, we figured out, yeah. Yeah, so just let us know who you, if you're like a podcast follower or whatever. Otherwise, we yeah. Think before you start sending us random party messages, we're worried you're gonna abduct us with candy in the back of a van. So we it's very tempting. Safe. It is very tempting. Hey, thank you guys so much for tuning in. We love each and every one of you, and uh, we're looking forward to talking to you a little more. 
So uh, until next time, be safe out there. And that's it. There you go. Another show to do. <laughs>